VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. That's right, I'm R.J. Live, Radio Row, Friday. It's winding down. Not near as busy as it was a few hours ago, but we are here dedicated to deliver you an action-packed hour to recap the week, the two weeks, leading up to the big game. And we're going to start with an annual tradition, first time ever, which is the seven factors that matter most to pick the Super Bowl winner. We're going to do all seven of them this show, leading up to Fezzik's very best prop bet of the week. I'm joined by Steve Fezzik, professional better, NFL expert. Also, to my left, Jonas Knox, also known as the voice of the fan. That's right, voice of the fan. And, guys, we are live in Atlanta. It's Radio Row. It's the Friday before the biggest game of the year. So we must start like we've done every single day with a market update on the game right now on pregame.com. The Patriots are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 56. Now, listen, a lot of times they say legally you should say the big game. I, I don't listen to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say the Super right. Bowl line. Yes. The Super Bowl line, two and a half. Fez, let's start with where is it two and a half flat, or do you feel like it's leaning closer to three? Now, obviously, it's not three. It's not two. Which way is it teetering? It's teetering slightly towards three. I like to call it, RJ, 2.57. Yes, Fezzik loves math. So instead of 2.5, it's 2.6, 2.7. <laughs> but it makes sense. It's, it's somewhere in between 2.5 and, and 3, but just a smidge over 2.5. You've actually had a change of heart, Fezzik, about where you think this line goes. And this is not an idle question because if you know, or at least you have a good idea, 
where the line is going to go. It tells you when to pick and bet your game. So, for example, if you're pretty confident the line's going to go to three and you like the Rams, you'd be crazy to bet the Rams plus two and a half. You wait, grab up the three. Now, if you like the Pats, you think the line's going to go to three, you grab that two and a half as quickly as possible. This is not science. We don't know for sure. Even a professional, and to be candid, Fezzik is probably the best in the world at predicting line moves. It's been, what, four years you've been doing it publicly, and your line moves have been correct when you project them about 70% of the time. Correct. What's your guess in this game? I think the line on this game is actually going to close two, RJ. Wow. So just a little bit ago, I mean a couple days ago, you thought it was much more likely to go to three. Yes. I still think it's more likely to go to three. Why? Because the public is going to bet the Patriots. They're familiar with them. It's Brady and Belichick. Not all of them, 70% maybe of the public. And the public has their biggest say on Saturday and even more on Sunday. Professionals might be betting early, but the public's betting game day, and I think you're going to see a lot of Pat's money. But if Fezzik feels like it's two, And I feel like it's going to be three. I feel like we both agree it's most likely to stay at two and a half. Yes. But if it had to move, you're saying two, I'm saying three. What does that tell you? It still tells you something, guys. If you like the Pats, bet them now. Why? Because if it goes to three, it's a catastrophe. If it goes to two, you gain something, laying two instead of two and a half. But very little. You're risking more than you're going to gain. So why risk more? If you like the Rams, wait. If it goes to two, you really haven't lost all that much. Plus two, plus two and a half, no big deal. If it goes to three, you've gained big value. So wait for the value on the Rams. Gobble up to two and a half if it's the Pats. You agree with that even though you have a lean that it might go down fast. That's correct. Get down now if you like the Patriots. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Market recap, one of our seven biggest factors in this game fez the betting action in fact let's go to brad powers on this one in vegas we don't want him to feel unwanted brad pregame.com go to the the game center consensus tab it gives you bet split cash split what are we seeing on the game yeah overall handle more than 1.3 million now ticket percentage 65 percent of the tickets on the patriots 73 percent of the cash on new england now, when the cash is higher than the tickets, it's a sign the bigger bets are on that side. So not only most of the bets on the Pats, the bigger bets on the Pats, the Patriots. Okay, Fez, next topic. Let's talk about the line move. We called out Colin Cowherd. There's no sacred <laughs> no cowherds cows, no. here. And he was talking about and In fact, I did this on our podcast. We recorded it today from Radio Row. I'll have it out tomorrow at RJ in Vegas on Twitter. Me and Colin, about 25 minutes breaking down the Super Bowl. I told him, Colin, you were wrong, baby. He was saying, oh, the odds makers, the sports books opened up the Rams minus one. And then the dum-dums in the public. That's not how he said it, but that's what he meant. The dum-dums in the public said, oh, it's, gonna, it's up to two and a half. We'll be smart with the sports books and be on the Rams. That's what Colin was saying. No, no, no. Fez, it was what? About an hour from the open. So conference championship night. It was only about an hour bef- from when it went from Rams minus one all the way up to Rams plus two and a half. Exactly right. And those were pro bettors who were betting New England. Give me some of that plus one and pick them. Outstanding value. None of the public was betting yet. Now, listen, Fezzik doesn't want to brag. You've got a ticket in your pocket, don't you, Fez? Oh, I'll brag. All right, go ahead. New England plus one. Oh, uh, you know, that's how this <laughs> – I mean, you don't have a mansion and a yacht laying two and a half. He's <laughs> plus one. <laughs> it is a good message, guys. If you can bet early, bet early. Because usually the number gets sharper, more accurate as you get closer to game time. Straight out of Vegas, I'm R.J. Bell. Live in Atlanta, Jonas Knox. Steve Fezzik, NFL expert, joins on Radio Row. All right, Fez, my guess is over 99% of the action, if it stays at 2.5, will be at 2.5 come kickoff, meaning the amount of action at all those other numbers, you're one of those one percenters with that in your pocket. I think all the numbers before 2.5 
are going to be less than 1% of the total handle and 99% at 2.5. Agree, disagree? Agree. Those bets that were made a week ago last Sunday night are negligible compared to the overall handle. Now, let's talk about the underdog phenomenon on the money line. We have not discussed this yet, Jonas. You might relate to this. Now, you're, listen, you're a recreational batter. And I'm awful at it. You're a Joe, <laughs> yes, some would say. Yes. Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> There's even people who know less than you. <laughs> That's not possible. Yes, about sports <laughs> that is not possible. It's true. And what they do is they're at the Super Bowl. They might be in Jersey now. They might be Mississippi, all these places. They might be in Vegas where they can bet legally. And they walk up and go, oh, give me the Patriots. And it's like minus two and a half. It's like, what are you talking about, Willis? They don't even understand point spreads. Why can't I just pick the winner? Yeah, give me the Patriots. Oh, you've got to bet 130 to win 100. They're like, I don't want to bet more to win less. What happens if I bet the Rams? They go, 100 wins you 110, 120, whatever. Give me that. So what happens is, however they get there, they end up liking the bets, the simplest bet, which is let me bet 100 to win more than 100, and you get a ton of money line on the underdog action. And, Fez, explain what that does because it offers us an opportunity. Right. So with so many people betting the Rams on the money line plus $1.20, eventually the books get lopsided on Rams' money line They want to make it less attractive to bet that. So they drop it down from plus 120 to plus 115, maybe even plus 110. And when they drop it down on the Rams, then the odds on New England on the money line get more attractive. Exactly. Imagine it moves together, and thus it's misaligned. It's two markets that are very connected, but the pricing gets misaligned misaligned so thus typically minus two and a half would be what on the money line right around minus 140 140 we don't know for sure where it's going to go come super bowl sunday but i wouldn't be surprised if it gets down to let's say minus 125 on the patriots i would not be surprised as well bargains on the patriots on the money line on sunday and that's the way to think about it jonas it's like there's a discount on the patriots oh by the way those money line betters on the dogs They've won a good bit lately. They've cashed more in a few. And overall, last 16 Super Bowls, the underdog is 12-4 and four against the spread. 12 winners against the spread for the dog, four losers. Finally, we got a total in this game, 56.5. It is the third highest total of all time. But if it just goes up to 57.5, it will be the highest total of all time in the Super Bowl. So we're right there. This is expected to be as high scoring as any Super Bowl. Guys, Fox Sports Radio is giving away five Fire TV Edition Smart TVs in honor of Super Week and the big game. To enter for a chance to win, keep listening this hour as we'll be announcing the keyword for you to text. For more info and rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. R.J. Bell, Jonas Knox here straight out of Vegas, live from Radio Row in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. All right, R.J., let's talk about this. Let's go back almost two weeks. Number two. Why are we looking at the conference championship games the wrong way? If you're a better out there listening, why are people looking at it the wrong way? How would you look at it? Now, listen, be honest if this is you because this is a lot of people. They're saying, wait a minute, Patriots were three-point underdogs on the road? Patriots won a close game in overtime. Could have went either way. You saw that offsides. And by the way, Rams, three-point underdog on the road, won a close game in overtime. So in theory, you would say, ah, whatever the Patriots did, whatever you can do, I can do the same. And they adjusted the teams the same off the win. Wrong, wrong, faulty final, as we like to say. The Patriots dominated the game if you look at the box score but you didn't see the score you would say Patriots easy win Fez give us some thoughts on why you know I guess make the case what's the evidence of the Patriots domination against Kansas City yeah so the Patriots first downs out first down Kansas City two to one look at the first half 14 nothing Patriots should have been 21 nothing other than a interception in the end zone Patriots had a huge minus lead. two in turnovers minus the Pats two. they still win the game on the other hand the Rams it took three very unlikely events for the Rams to win one Goff had one of his top five games in his career he played well 
if you expect him to play that well here, you, I think liking the Rams makes sense. But, hey, if it's a top five game in your career, it's a sign you're playing better than normal. Yeah. You can't expect that all the time. Number two, it took Breeze to have a bottom 20% game of his career. Is that fair, you think? Clearly. And Breeze, down the stretch in games late in the season, arm was not the same arm early in the year. No doubt. And finally, the bad call. Obviously, that's been talked to death. But if any of those one things don't happen, the, the Saints win. So on one hand, Patriots are supposed to win that game 70 80% of the time based on their performance. You could make the case the Rams were lucky to win that game. Thus, I think the sense, oh, both these teams delivered a road win in the playoffs. No, no, no. Patriots more impressive. Factor number two as we move towards helping you pick a winner in the Super Bowl. Up next, something about Tom Brady you probably got wrong. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted. It's straight out of Vegas, live from Atlanta at Super Bowl week. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, live Radio Row, Atlanta. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. And with R.J. here in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53, we must go to our special correspondent, Brad Powers, who is live in Las Vegas for the latest with the weather. Yeah, each and every day we love to bring the heart of Vegas to you. And right now the temperature on the strip, 66 degrees, and the neon is flowing. Back to you, Jonas. <laughs> Ah, ah, that's well done. You know, Brad was born in the wrong age. He could have been he could have been like in the sixties, you know, with one of those bad jackets on the sidelines. But by the way, I love how there was uh just to paint the picture, there was uh, a fan in the background being held up the past couple of days. So RJ and I, weather. Yeah, RJ and I were thinking, okay, what, what fan are they gonna pull out this time? And they did pull a fan out, but it was, it was unplugged. Sm- but it was smaller. And it was unplugged. Uh, it was so, just for us. Yeah, so I don't know how that came across. Uh, all right, guys, so we continue on here. Super Bowl fifty three, we've got the seven biggest factors heading into the game this Sunday. We're on factor number three. RJ, the three players we expect to play differently than you listening might expect, and we start with Tom Brady. Yeah, what's been the narrative this week? Is Tom Brady too old? That's the question. We've debated it on this show, but here's what we know. As Tom Brady's reached the later stages of his career, There's been one factor, not discussed much, that has a lot to do with how well he plays in a given game. Fez, that factor is? The factor is the fact that he gets banged around too much, RJ, at the end of the year. Yeah, it's his his rest. Uh, Older quarterbacks, they take the hits, and they just don't recover as quickly. And if you're physically limited anyway by age, that tweaked ankle, that problem with your hand, all of a sudden it's compounded. I think Tom Brady is as rested for this game, as healthy for this game, as any game since September, probably. Why? Week 16, home, double-digit favorite, ran the ball, the team did, the Pats a ton. Brady, low-intensity game, they won by double digits. It was the Jets and the Bills, week 17, same thing, double-digit favorite, ran the ball a bunch, low-intensity game, both home, no travel. No strange beds. Then a bye. Oh, resting, rehabbing. Who knows what? TB12. Then at home again. Chargers come in. Supposed to be a tough game. Domination. They run the ball again. Brady does, doesn't take many hits. Uh, psychologically, emotionally not a tough game. Now go on the road in the cold. That's a tough one. Tough close when they win. And now another bye. So literally like in eight weeks, He's played one tough game. I mean, all NFL games are tough, but amongst that spectrum, one tough game. I think Brady is as rested as he's been, as healthy as he's been, and at his age, that makes a huge difference. I expect him to perform better than you might expect based on the season stats. Brady has not been sacked in the playoffs. He has only been pressured 11% of the time in the playoffs. Now, how's that compare? 11%? What's oh. the average NFL? Oh, number? it's much higher. It's like 25% for an average. Guys, next player we expect to play differently than you listening might expect is Todd Gurley. And I don't know what people expect from Gurley because it's the question no one wants to ask. Strangest thing all week long. I'll tell you something, and I'm not reporting this. I'm saying someone told me this. Blind item is what they call it in the New York papers. Someone with connections on Radio Row told me he heard and believes it's something they can't say, that it's such a private matter that it, they'd be uncomfortable saying it or maybe the, 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 the laws about certain things where you can't talk about them if you're the employer. I'm not saying that's true, but, boy, that would explain a lot because it doesn't make any sense. The fact he's not on Gurley, the injury report, and only carries the ball four times in that game, it's really the same as if LeBron James were in a seventh game of a conference final and played like eight minutes. It wasn't the Gurley underperformed it was he didn't have a chance to perform four carries i know he missed a pass but still you don't have a guy that's one of the top five non-quarterbacks in the nfl in the biggest game of the year against the saints and have him carry the ball four times 
Unless something's very wrong. And the fact that he hasn't come out and complained about anything. In fact, his attitude has been great all along. Nobody's spoken out against him or expressed disappointment in That's him. That's a good point. There's something there. You, I don't buy that C.J. Anderson is just a better running back at this point in his career than Todd Gurley. Because if so, the other 31 teams right. the, the, for 10 weeks <laughs> right. they said, no, right. thank you, right. when he was on the couch watching the red zone. Fez, let's quickly quantify Gurley's discount, his downgrade. Let's consider how many yards was his typical over-under rushing before these issues, and what's the Super Bowl number? Middle of the year, over-under was 98, almost 100 yards. Now his number, expected number of rush yards, 64 in the Super Bowl. So like a 35% downgrade in rush yards expected from Gurley. That's Vegas saying we have no idea what's going on with him. We're going to discount him significantly and see what happens. That's all we can do, but it's important to define how important Gurley has been to the Rams, and if he is on the shelf one way or the other, big factor in the game. Guys, the last player we expect to play differently than you might expect is Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. I think this is big. Bill Simmons talks about Gronk like a 1969 Corvette. You have it in the garage. It's interesting you picked that year, by the way. Well, you know, that fits Spr- for remember Springsteen, 69 Chevy with a 396. <laughs> of course. All of right? Course. Racing in the streets, baby. All right, now, what does he mean by that? It means if it's raining, you don't take the car out. If, it's, if it, the wind's blowing, you think a rock might come and hit it. You don't. What have they done with Gronk? They really haven't thrown to him that much. He's blocked a lot. He's been a decoy. When they do throw to him, it tends to be outside. They don't want him taking hits in the middle of the field. Well, last week, Fez, or last game, they took him out of the garage. Give some numbers. Yeah, so six receptions, 79 yards in his four games prior Gronk to that. Gronk we're talking about. Yeah, Gronk had not gotten more than two catches. Gronk had not gotten more than 25 yards. In the last game? Six catches, 79 yards for Gronk. Now, this analogy, let's extend it. You've sold your car, and you've got your money. It's the last day with the car. It's raining. It's hailing. What do you do? Ferris Bueller's day off. You're out, baby. <laughs> Gronk is going for a ride. Now, I don't love the idea, or at least we're t- <laughs> Belichick is take- taking Gronk for a ride. Might be the way to say it. I'm not saying play the over, Fez, but, boy, I wouldn't be anxious to play the under. What's the one of Gronk's maybe receptions, maybe yards? What's his number? Yeah, so his number on reception yards is up to 53.5. Wise guys have been betting the over. It opened 51.5. So it has gone up. Yes. And it's only 53.5, though? Yes. Interesting. Guys, we're talking about the seven biggest factors going into Super Bowl 53 here on Fox Sports Radio straight out of Vegas. Let's go to factor number four. Well, so this one I think we've done. Oh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I was thinking player number four. Uh, It is factor number four. Yeah, factor number four. The Patriots are even better than you might think. Why? We've talked about this all year on straight out of Vegas, which is Belichick, ever since the union agreement, the most recent one they're under, believes he doesn't have enough time to prepare his team during the offseason, during training camp, during the preseason. Because of that, he's been on record saying he considers September, the regular season games in September, to be like an extended preseason. For sure, he wanted to win those games. But he was more willing to, let's say, take his odds of winning from 70%, maybe down to 60%, in order to prepare the team to be the best they can be in January and February. If you look at how the Patriots looked in September, even looked in October, not so great. Let me ask this question to you. What is the last bad game? Not an average game. Not a, oh, it could have been better. Oh, they gave up a lot of points to Kansas City in the second half. BS. That's all I'm talking about. I'm asking you, the last bad game the Patriots have played. Now, we can debate it, but, Fez, I think there's a clear answer. Go back to November 11th, Tennessee, when they got blown out on the road, 34-10. 80 over 80 days ago. 80-plus, almost three months ago since the Patriots have played a bad game. Boy, isn't that interesting. Jonas, you were here when we said it. Oh, don't worry too much about the Pats. This is how It's like building up to a crescendo in music, and this is the crescendo. Doesn't mean the Pats are going to win. Doesn't mean they're going to cover. 
But boy, I think if you look at their season stats, probably as much as any team, you can't just look at the season stats. You gotta wait the games they've played more recently. And what have they done? Double digit win, double digit win to finish the season. Domination against one of the top five teams in the NFL, the Chargers. And then on the road against a team many thought Kansas City was the best team and won on the road. That series of games, the Patriots have really played exceptionally well, says more about the Pats coming up in the Super Bowl than what they did in September and October. In just one minute, we're going to stick with Belichick. We're going to tell you historically in the Super Bowl, how does Belichick attack the other team's offense that's coming up next but for all the latest from around the world of sports it's dan byer whoever does the attacking and on sunday at super bowl 53 will have a full arsenal of weapons to do so injury report coming out greg zerline kicker for the rams is on that injury report but a full participant in practice today remember as that strain in his plant foot zerline though should be good to go for super bowl 53 some sad news to pass along from the nfl wade wilson 12-year veteran who spent time with the Vikings and Cowboys among along with other teams and was a Cowboys assistant passed away today it was his 60th birthday Wade Wilson gone too soon Panthers defensive end Julius Peppers announced his retirement from the game after 17 seasons he ranks fourth on the all-time sacks list behind only Bruce Smith Reggie White and Kevin Green some news from the NBA the New York Times says the Utah Jazz and Memphis Grizzlies have had talks about a trade that could send Mike Conley to Salt Lake City in exchange for Ricky Rubio and more while Mavericks forward Dirk Nowitzki and heat guard Dwayne Wade are special additions to the NBA all-star game rosters Nets guard D'Angelo Russell is the injury replacement for Victor Oladipo. And guys, the Bulls are waving free agent forward Carmelo Anthony, making him a free agent, not likely to sign with the team until after the trade deadline, which comes up on Thursday. And the Athletics says the Celtics aren't a long-term option for forward Anthony Davis. If they did acquire the big man, likely on a short-term scenario as Davis could be looking elsewhere. Lakers still the favorite, according to reports. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. We are straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have best bets, your chance, and a final look ahead at Super Bowl 53 coming up this Sunday. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, live in Atlanta, RJ Bell. You know what Dan Byer just said about Davis it interests me it's almost like there's a pickup game and the next pick could be you and you kind of act like you don't want that team to pick you so you act like your ankles hurt (laughs) it seems like Davis is giving a signal don't bother which means the Lakers won't have to give up as much to get him boy he seems to want to go to LA clutch sports etc let's go we've gone over four of the key factors to pick the Super Bowl winner, let's start with number five. Factor five, how does Bill Belichick stop teams in the Super Bowl? Guys, this is exclusive. Pregame.com researcher Mackey, we call him the mayor. You should see him at the Super Bowl. I mean, just shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what city he's running for, mayor, Yeah, but he's just the mayor of yeah. uh, sports media, maybe, he's yeah. going for. Yep. Amazing stats here, though, we came up with. So we have eight Super Bowls. Guys, this is probably the last time ever that we're going to have a coach that we have eight Super Bowl games to look at the history of. Unless Belichick makes it again, right? Then we'll have even more. How does he attack the other team's offense? It's clear. The numbers tell us. The first thing he does is take away the other team's number one running back. So what we did was compare... That running back's numbers in the Super Bowl versus his regular season numbers. So does he get more yards in the Super Bowl, less yards in the Super Bowl versus the regular season, which is the baseline. And then we added up all eight number one backs. When you add it up, Jonas, literally the running back had less attempts rushing, rushing yards less, less receiving yards, less receptions, less rushing TDs. Wow. You add it all up. The running backs perform worse against Belichick. Priority one is taking away the other team's running game. They're number one running back. Now, he looks at the quarterback and says, you beat us, buddy. You beat us. Which makes some sense because if you're nervous, and the Super Bowl is a nervous thing, it's harder to throw the ball. So why not make them do something that's harder while the nerves are a bigger factor? 
So if you look at the quarterback stats in the Super Bowl against Belichick relative to the regular season, the quarterback had more, better, more completions, yards, touchdowns, and interceptions, which tells you he's saying, throw it, baby. Volume. Hit, hit me with your best shot. But one caveat to throwing. The number one receiver, the one that came in as this is the best receiver, less attempts, or check that, less yards specifically. So the average number one receiver during the season, 74 yards receiving. Against Belichick, 65 yards receiving. That's like a 15% reduction. So think about the genius of this, Jonas and Fez and the country. He's saying, you're not going to run. It's too easy. You can pass, but you can't pass to your favorite guy. You can only pass to someone other than that. Beat me that way. It's brilliant. It's successful. Fez, when it comes to the props, how do we use it? Yeah, so Goff's favorite guy is Brandon Cooks. He's the guy that's getting the most yards in the playoffs. He's averaging 80 yards for the Rams. Take away Brandon Cooks. Press him at the line of scrimmage. That's what I expect. The Lions game against the Rams. Matt Patricia, alum of the Pats, they pressed him at the line. They kept him below his season average. You know Patricia and Belichick are talking. I like under for Cooks. And if you asked me, RJ, let's say God came down and said, I'm going to give you one player stats in this game before it happens. I would want Woods' stats, wide receiver second, wide receiver for the Rams. Because I think if he has a monster day, it's a sign that the Rams and Goff were able to beat the Pats with the number two receiver. If Woods has 40 yards or something, like a bad day, I love the Pats. I think he is the key to this game. Guys, factor number six is we're breaking down the seven biggest factors heading into Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl starts. Most start slow. We expect this one to start even slower. Boy, this was one on Twitter. I got a ton of attention for. By the way, guys, I'm going to be tweeting out so much this weekend. At RJ in Vegas, one of the best weekends to check me out if you don't follow. At RJ in Vegas on Twitter. Here's the amazing stat. You might have heard it. It bears repeating. The Patriots have played in eight Super Bowls with Brady and Belichick. In the first quarter, in those games, they've scored, the Patriots, three points. Three points a game? No. Three points combined. Literally eight quarters of football, two games, they've scored three points. Imagine if the first game they score zero and the second game they score three. What would the conversation be? Oh, my God, what's going on with, what's going on with the Pats' offense? They played eight quarters of first quarter Super Bowls. They had three points. To me, in general, there's less scoring in the first quarter of Super Bowls. Why is that, Feds? And then we'll explain how the Pats are even more the case. Teams are tight. Teams are conservative. They don't want to make that big mistake, and they don't take risks. Yeah, you can lose a Super Bowl in the first quarter. You can't win a Super Bowl in the first quarter. That's how Belichick thinks. I think there's one other reason, though, the Patriots are even lower scoring than other Super Bowl first quarter teams because they have been outscored in the first quarter 24 to 3. So, yeah, it's been low scoring because if you divide 24 by 8, the opponent is scoring three points. You know, so the average score literally is 3 nothing in the first quarter against the Pats, and Belichick's okay with it. Why? Because there's certain coaches, like Matt Nagy, for example, that come in the game with a plan. They're going to say, we're going to do what we want to do. You try to stop us. Belichick's not that way. Belichick comes in with his system ready to go. He sees what you want to do, and then he adjusts to what you're trying to do. And because of that, he plays very vanilla schematically, Belichick and the Pats, early in big games especially. And so do the Rams. Remember, Greg Cosell, NFL Network, He's been on with us all year. He said the same thing about the Rams. Remember when they were on a short week? He said, no big deal for the Rams. They only got like 14 plays on offense. They just do variations on a theme. I think it's going to be like a big heavyweight fight. They're going to be very cautious early, the Pats and the Rams. That's why I love under 10.5 points in the first quarter. Combined points under 10.5, both teams 
What do you think, Fez? I love it, and I also love no score first five minutes, 30 seconds of the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you can say no score by either team first five minutes and 30 seconds, so five and a half minutes to nine minutes and 30 seconds of the first quarter. That's an interesting one, too, to get at this low scoring early. When we come back, the seventh and final way to predict and bet the Super Bowl, plus Fezzik's best prop of the week. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted live from Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. It's money-making time next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, live in Atlanta. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We've been breaking down the seven biggest factors heading into Super Bowl 53 this Sunday between the Patriots and the Rams. It is time for Factor 7 prop betting rules, R.J. Teach a man to fish, he eats forever. Give a man a fish sandwich, he eats that day. I love fish sandwiches, but let's do a little teaching here. (laughs) Prop betting rules. Fez is going to give you his very best prop here in a moment, but this is the guy. This is the guy you, as you go through your props. Number one, Roy will call it 
define how you expect the game to be played. How are you handicapping the game? So, for example, I expect the Patriots to run the ball a ton out of two-back, power football, full-back. If so, one of my props, for example, over 119 yards, it's up to 120 in some spots, rushing for the Patriots. Team rushing yards over, let's call it 120 now. Why do I like that? It's because I expect the Patriots to run. I could be right, I could be wrong, but that's my handicap. That drives my handicap of the prop. The game handicap drives the prop handicap. Prop betting rule B, who do you expect to win? Because the team that's winning is going to throw less late, and the team that's losing is going to throw more. Team that's winning is going to run more. Team that's losing is going to run less. So if you're trying to decide over under rush yards, et cetera, et cetera, who you expect to win the game, another factor. Factor three on the prop betting rules And this is Super Bowl only. Use your fantasy knowledge. Because any opinion you could possibly have that was a fantasy opinion, this tight end's going to do well, this kicker's going to do, whatever. There's a prop, an associated prop you can bet. Thus, all the time a lot of you spend with fantasy, embrace it, look at it like a fantasy pick, and then go find the prop that backs up your opinion d unders not overs unders not overs why because overs are fun well fun means they're expensive unders they stink you're rooting don't catch that ball gronk oh my gosh it doesn't matter if it's points it's yards whatever the average fan loves betting overs and fez you is in my opinion the best prop better in the world i'd say what at most, 30% of your props would be over, 70% under. Even, even that's high. Maybe 20% overs, 80% unders on the players. Let me tell you a truth. You can debate. You can try to act like it's not true. You would be wrong. If you're betting even half overs, you're not betting like a pro. Doesn't mean you can't have fun with it. But if you're trying to win, that's an easy way to increase your chance of winning. Finally, avoid risking a little to win a lot we love it right put up a buck win a million that sounds fun (laughs) that's what the lottery is based on but the fact of the matter is the bookies they're bad they're dastardly they know people love to bet a little to win a lot so they charge you commission what professionals do is bet a lot to win a little not always but they're willing to do it faz one of your favorite props this is one of those are you do you have the stuff to be a pro better? You probably don't. This is a good example. Talk about the overtime prop. Yeah, every year in the Super Bowl, I bet that there will be no overtime. Have to put up $9 to win $1. So think about this. Minus $900. $9 wins you a dollar. Oh, my gosh, that sounds terrible. What happens if I lose? Oh, my gosh, wasn't there an overtime just recently? Okay, what's the math say? The odds of an overtime being? About 7% in a Super Bowl game. Okay, so literally you're saying the odds should be like minus 1,500, minus 1,600. You're laying minus 900. Talk about your overlay, RJ. By definition, that's a good bet. And you know, Jonas, and this is going to excite some people. This is actually like being the house in a casino. If you go up drunk at a roulette table and just stumble and put $5 down. <laughs> like you're trying to put it on 19, but you accidentally put it on 20. That's my move. Right? <laughs> what is the house's position on your bet? They're laying minus 3500 right? Meaning if you win, they're paying you $35. And what's the true odds on the roulette, Fez? 38 to 1. So literally they're saying it's supposed to be minus 3,800. We're willing to lay minus 3,500. That's how they build billion-dollar casinos, that little edge. Fez is laying 900 when it's supposed to be 1,500. That edge is so much bigger. Now, one last thing, warning on that. You've got to understand your bankroll management. I don't think you should necessarily lay nine to win one. You can decide that for yourself. But what you can't do is better be on the other side of that. Fez, about 90 seconds. Give us your favorite prop. We've been leading up to it all show. Matty Holden, our Dream Preview podcast, also like this. New England Patriots, third down conversions, 
over five and a half. The Pats have emphasized the run in the playoffs. Effective runs on first and second downs lead to easy third down conversions, and the Pats have been converting. They've been averaging 10 third down conversions per game in the playoffs. We're going over five and a half third down conversions for the Patriots. So that's about even money? Yes. So five. So if they get six third down conversions, you win the bat. I like this one too, and it fits in, Jonas, with the concept that I think the Pats are going to run the ball. So if they get four yards, four yards, now you've got a lot of third and shorts. If you're throwing the ball a lot, you don't even face as many third downs. To me, that bet goes together, and there's one other factor. It makes me like over five and a half third down conversions with Fezzik for the Pats. Edelman, 12 playoff games since 2013. He's averaged nine catches for 100 yards. So he steps up in these playoff games, and he's Mr. Third Down when it comes to the Pats. I like it. What a week on Radio Row. It was so great to be next to Jonas. Remember, guys, we have our special show, yes. Super Bowl Sunday, noon Eastern time, the first ever prop extravaganza on a major national radio network. The Odd Couple is next here on Fox Sports Radio, live from Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back on Monday, 6 p.m. Sunday, Eastern baby. Time. Yeah, and Sunday, Sunday, noon Eastern time, and then back in this slot Monday, straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.